Hi, this is LA, and I'm about to tell you why Cresta is the best of. You're listening to the Still 80 Mania podcast. I'm your host, Benson Sue, and this is Storytime. Welcome to another episode of Storytime. I have with me uh, an old friend. I don't know. Everyone's an old friend now because I'm old. So, you know, um, but I've known L.A. for several years, um, almost 10 years, I think. Um, But L.A. is from the Midwest. Uh, He's really involved with drifting out there. And if you've been to Final Bout, if you've uh, been to a Club FR event, um, or if you're into uh, JZX chassis cars, you'll know this guy. LA, welcome to the podcast, man. Thank you, thank you. Honored to be here. I appreciate you. Yeah, uh, we every time we sit down and you know break bread, just have a conversation. It's always a good time. Uh, so I'm glad to have you on. Um, why don't you let let the listener know a little bit about yourself? Um, I, I mentioned that you're involved in Club FR Final Bout. Can you give us a little bit more? Sure, sure. So uh, I moved. I'm, I'm a military veteran. I'm from Chicagoland. You mentioned the Midwest. Uh, so Club FR is uh, a Chicago-based uh, drift organization, um, home track in Shawano, Wisconsin. And so uh, I moved back to the States after my military service and met up with the old Risky Devil, now some Proceed guys. Um, Around when, and when was that? 2012. Okay. Um, beginning of 2012. So and that's what what branch of the military were you in? Uh, the Navy. Okay. Yeah, I did 10 years in the Navy. Um, and yeah, I came back home to the states. To, I separated from the military, and I uh, actually a year before that I met up with uh, <laughs> a lot of the with uh, Chob and Josh and uh, those guys just from the internet, just from blog days and Zilvia and all that, you know, I was like, Hey, I'm from Chicago. I'm coming home. Yeah. You know, would you guys mind hanging out or meeting up? And they're yeah. like very welcoming, of course. And, uh, now they've been my friend for, you know, over 10 years. So. Yeah, man. Those guys are great. Uh, yeah. the Chicago family is like, I, I like to call them. Um, they're like that with me too, man. Yeah. You, you yeah, guys have well, a, you guys have a good core group out there. I love it. Well, I think our community too, right? The drifting community. I mean, I can't speak for other motorsports because I'm not involved with them, but uh, the drifting community, yeah, you know, being that we were, you know, our our age group, you know, the beginning with technology and our parents probably would have told us we were crazy for meeting up with strangers, but it's just kind of <laughs> what we do in this group. That's so, what yeah, you do I've, now. Yeah. I flew from Japan to Chicago, like to meet up with people I've only met on the internet. Right. And yeah, and that's very normal. Like we all do that. It's kind of a normal thing today, but who would have thought when we were younger that you would say that you were going right. to fly somewhere to meet someone. Right. But to answer your question, sorry, I went, went down the, a different path. Uh, so that's how I got involved with club FR. Um, Chab Chaba took me to a drift event. When I'm, that first spring when I moved here and uh, I met some of the other locals and uh, that's when I met uh, Phil Lee um, yeah Billy pop and uh shout out phil shout out phil he and i have been close friends since really and uh yeah it's that's how that's how that that's how that went okay and uh what do you do exactly for club fr and final bout club fr it's more uh, so for club fr essentially it's staffing helping making sure the events 
uh, run smoothly. Uh, really just, you know, whatever Simba or Phil uh, or John, John's not there anymore, but uh, asked me to do. Um, and for Club FR, I actually um, do track uh, staff management and merchandise sales. So okay. uh, every special stage and the main event, we uh, we have a booth, merchandise booth. So please come see us if uh, you attend Final Bout. And uh, yeah, I help, like I said, manage the staff. So that, that goes from um, the people prepping the track for, you know, pre-event, right? The people that put up all the flags and the bori poles and all that. Yeah. Uh, to the actual um, merchandise booth. So, yeah. And tearing down, cleaning up. And oh, uh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Event's not over when it's over. Fun. Fun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, and we've we've had a great, you know, uh, we all, every, every, event we go to we always have a uh, great volunteers so mm-hmm. um that's they make my job easy so i really appreciate that um and yeah and Ilya and simba take care of me so uh been doing it for about this is my fourth season doing it um and yeah hope to continue as long as they'll have me yeah man uh without all the volunteers the events would not exist right we we no yeah no and that's the same would, across right? the country you know, the, the volunteers is what makes everything happen. So, yeah, we can't um, afford to pay everybody. So, right. Right. <laughs> we, we got to give a, uh, you know, some, some seat time for a volunteer and, uh, yeah. you know, just the, the willingness and the kindness of their heart to, and, and you know, just being happy to be involved. Like that helps, that's helped the sport and the events go on because, uh, tracks, tracks are expensive. We all know that. So, yep. Yep. And, you know, like no one wants to, you know, I've been to a lot of autocrosses before I started doing the drifting events. And man, those autocrosses working for them is rough. You know, like everyone who drives, you have, they make you go out and uh, work the course and flag, pick up cones. You're out there for hours at a time. Uh, it's not fun. And so all the volunteers, um, you're like the unsung heroes for all Absolutely. these drifting events. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah uh okay so let's 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 get into i want to start with when did you fall in love with drifting Mm. so uh uh you know this but for the listeners who are people who may not know me or or aren't friends of mine um i was a military kid as well uh military dependent my mom was a career career navy you know she's she did 20 years and uh drifting i've been a car you know i was the kid sitting up in the back seat out looking out the window naming cars when i was like four or five years old right nice. oh that's a buick lesaber right nice like, not cool cars just cars right just yeah. I knew. um and then you know fast forward to being a teenager um when i was a sophomore in high school my mom got stationed in yokosuka japan and um at the time i was super pissed <laughs> how old were you uh 15 i think yeah I would um, be you know like i we had been stationed overseas prior to that when I was in middle school and my mom told me when I came back, I could stay and I didn't have to leave again. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, you go. I don't want to go. I want to stay here with my friends and my family. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, and I was, you know, typical teenager, you know, you know, very upset and dramatic and blah, blah, blah. Uh, but made the transition, went to Japan with my mom and it's shaped my life, uh, since then, to be honest. Uh, uh, saw street drifting for the first time, probably 1997, something like that. Ooh, 90, 90, how old were you? 97, 98 ish. Um, that was around that time. Yeah. Okay. Um, um, 
yeah, wait. So I moved to Japan sophomore year, high school graduate in one. So so ninety eight, excuse me. Wow. So, yeah. so I moved for, to Japan for in me, ninety eight. that was like uh that's kind of around when I found drifting too. Hmm. And so I think I I I feel like uh the people that learned about drifting at that time, they're really lucky because we got to see style evolve drastically from like super grassroots <laughs> or like yeah. like it's all it was like all not all but very street culture um yeah. influenced and then um it started you know yeah i mean this is got pre, really good this is pre-professional drifting yeah right? there were so no is... there were no liveries right <laughs> it's right. just like paint Right. Yeah. You're lucky. You're most cars, you know, like you're like your old car, right? A lot of cars just had a, a, a lip, right? Or like, yeah. you know, and they might have had their drift, the drift spares were the OE wheels and they had some kind of, you yeah. know, 15 inch mesh or something in the front, you know. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like that's that. I mean, you know, it was lots of ne mostly Nissans and Corollas, right? Like yeah. there was, there was a few. Um, I mean, the Toyotas that I like, you know, at that time were, either weren't used or they're just all really kind of new too new or too new. So people didn't really, you know, do that. But the Corolla guys, the Sephiro guys, the S13 mm. guys, like they were all out there getting it. And I just fell in love. Uh, some of the upperclassmen, um, my, some of my friends to this day still too, they're a few years older than me. They were seniors. Uh, and they took me out to a few spots in um, Nambu Ward in Yokohama. Um, it's kind of by, Oh man. Uh, I don't remember if you've been to Yokosuka, Vincent, but it's uh, I've, I've C, never been to Japan. So see paradise. So it's anyway in, in Yokohama. It's one of the one of the uh, industrial districts in Yokohama. Um, yeah. So yeah, was hooked immediately. Like you know, so my yeah. Before that's how you I, even that's how before I got you even into, got a ride, like just just kind of just observing, it, you fell in love with it right it. away. Yeah, it was like amazing. And then, you know, at that time, um, a few of the guys, those guys. I mean, we're all teenagers, right? So even yeah. those guys are in high school, but they didn't have cars either, right? Or they had a car, but it wasn't a drift car, right? Except yeah. the one one of my close friends, he had an FF, he had a EF Civic. Uh-huh. And so like like someone else we know, right? And uh he he started that's how he learned how to, you know, slide a car around, right? Like it wasn't real drive, but you know, and he's one of the one of the best drivers I know, right? And it nice. started started from, you know, something that wasn't conventional or wasn't right. really a really what you would consider drifting but right, right. it still you know told him out showed him how to handle the car etc mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. um but yeah that's how i fell in love with it uh street yokohama stuff uh yeah. there were no no events uh some toge and some some industrial ward street driving and i was uh, uh viewing right not mm -hmm. driving myself and i was hooked um and that was in 98 and then fast forward to just three years later um in 01 right around the time I was graduating, right after I graduated high school uh, is when I met with, I met, or I shouldn't say met at the time, actually, when I saw uh, Nightwalkers. Like, so they've been, Nightwalkers was established in 1988. Yeah. But yeah. I didn't, I never saw those guys like in person. I actually saw them in person in Yokohama and around 2000, 2001. So like three years later. Three years later, right? But and so. Were they, weren't they doing a lot of street drifting back then in Yokohama? Yeah definitely yeah it's just yeah. like the timing you, like you just weren't there at the right time yeah yeah i mean i was a kid right so yeah. i wasn't really you know we're in there all the time <laughs> shouldn't shouldn't be shouldn't have even been out there in the first place kind of thing <laughs> yeah not that not the not that not that the adults should be either right right 
because little side note, if uh, people don't know, like I, I don't want to speak for Osaka and other areas, but Yokohama specifically and Kawasaki and Oifuto and like all these places that mm. we know from videos, these are all um, basically if you don't work there, you shouldn't be there. Yeah. Uh, so just being there in a drift car is you're already wrong. Right? Yeah. Like, so the police can mess your life up if they want to. Yeah. That's just, we all know also from videos, they usually don't give a darn. They just like, yeah. please leave, go yeah. home, like, don't stay here, you know, and they, and then you just leave. But I don't know if you, if you heard the interview with, uh, there was a story time I did with Ryohei uh, Takahashi, hmm. and he, he was telling me about uh, Oifuto hmm. and how it was, I think it was, I think it was before the Olympics, the Tokyo Olympics. Hmm. And they made a big effort to cut that because, you know, the tourists coming in, they didn't want something like that happening. So there was some kind of big sting operation that made the yeah. news at yeah. Oifuto. Yeah. And Oifuto yeah. is also the place where if you, if, you know, a lot of people know it from JDM Insider when Toshi Hayama went there and filmed the Nightwalkers guys doing like the high speed. Yeah. Hirota and his Verosa and then the yeah. guy. From, uh, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. also there. Yeah. But so did you experience that or did did you kind of witness that happening too the 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 lockdown on on this crackdown yeah so so actually that happened um i believe that sting happened right before i got there or right ah, okay. as i was getting there right so okay. uh, sorry side note that sting happened wait wait which which tokyo tokyo olympics that's I don't even know what year that I is. I don't remember. I, I know of I know of two big stings. Okay. Right? One I did witness at that same spot that I um and I wouldn't call it a big sting, but yeah. But um <laughs> side story. Uh at that in Nambu Ward, where uh my first place I ever saw drifting, we were there. This is actually when I was active duty. So I was military at this point and I was back in Japan again on my own and there with our cars and we're just hang no one was driving at the time we were just kind of spectating and there were a few cars running mm -hmm. and a freaking like bus like paddy wagon like pulls up blocks the entrance and exit yeah and the police cars came up behind them and they were like you know taking keys and taking licenses wow. and all that yeah and we were just like oh you know the stupid guy stupid american like oh yeah. i don't I'm lost. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. and they're just like, just go home. Just get out of here. Like, All right. <laughs> the heck out of there, right? Yeah. Uh, a lot, you know, there's a, quite a few times I've been able to use that stupid excuse. Sometimes not. Sometimes the Japanese cobbles start speaking English and you, you're just stupid. Uh... <laughs> but um, the one he's talking about, I, I believe, um, I heard about, and a lot of the big name people that we know, like in, you know, oh, from the internet, right? I wouldn't say mm. that, like, I don't know them personally, but. You know, cars that we've all seen, yes. famous, famous online, famous cars online. Yeah, uh, I won't say online drifters, but cars that we know from online. Uh, guys lost licenses. Guys went to jail. Guys, like, wow, it's, it was bad. Uh, that's so. Yeah, I didn't. Never, and that's I normal never in the states. <laughs> right, right. But over there, really, I mean, so the the fees are really steep, right? Yeah, like, yeah. To, you know, um, but over there, the cops really do. I mean, we, you know. We liken it to our local cops in Chicagoland. Where yeah, yeah. They're kind of nice, you know. Yeah. They, again, they still tell you you shouldn't be there, you shouldn't be doing this, but they're not gonna ruin your life, right? Right. Whereas right. 
and I shouldn't say ruin your life as in like they're doing what they're not supposed to do. They're doing their jobs, right? Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But you know, we're, we're kind of used to we're fortunate um, for people who've been in Japan and and in Chicago land that you know we have we got we have it kind of good, right? Compared yeah. to a lot of other places, uh, yeah, countries or places in our country in America. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Agreed. Um, Toshi Hayama, I also had him on the podcast, and he he was talking about Yokohama as well. And uh, I wanted to see if I can get your cosign on that. But he was talking about Yokohama style cars, and they're they're very much my style, or very much Nadine's style too. But you know, the big sedans, the the flashy wheels, um, just like they look like they look like show cars. Absolutely. Um, big power like all of that is that what yokohama style is like yes yes uh and it still does go down to the s chassis and other cars too mm -hmm. but uh four door you know that that's just kind of the thing in the bay yeah. area and kanagawa and yokohama um, yeah and so like i think of i think of ueno too. i think of ueno i think of all the night walkers cars like those kind of exemplify Yokohama style for me, for someone who's not been there, but is that, that's what yeah, it's like? Yeah. So, I mean, the night workers cars are, are key for me specifically. Yeah, yeah, right. Like yeah. I said, I met, I, I met, saw those guys, met them later. That's a different story, but saw them for the first time in high school and just fell in love. And I was like, I, I, I literally, I said, I said, going to Japan, like shaped my life. Like I, kind of made the decision at that point that I was doing it, that I was getting back to Japan somehow. And I was buying a, a hundred Cresta like that, that was going to happen. Yeah. Like, and I, I made it happen eventually. Right. Like, yeah. so, uh, but yeah, um, uh, Cooney, right. Like mm. his chaser, uh, and, um, man, I'm having a brain freeze right now, but yeah, they had like, at, at one point they had like four or five JZXs, right. They also, yeah. they still had S chassis and other cars in the yes. team. They had an S15. They had, but I mean, like it was mostly JZX, yeah. and I was all about it, right? And it so you the, know, that was their like to me that yes, they they've always had like other cars, mm -hmm. um, but those were the the ones that really stood out. The ones that kind of uh, was like when you think of Nightwalkers, yeah. you think of the JZX100. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, speaking like I said, like I saw Yubo actually. Uh, uh, Yubo Takahashi. <clears throat> he had a. Uh, he started off with a ninety uh, Cresta, um, but he got a hundred Cresta back in like, man, I think it was oh one or oh, I think it was oh one. I'm pretty mm -hmm. sure I saw that car when I was there, and it was black at the time. Um, there's a Drift and Goku uh, article somewhere with it before it was red. It was black with like a GT wing. Yeah. Um, Zenki. Uh, uh, I, you know we get into all that too like i'm a nerd with that so just like s13 guys have zinky chuki koki like I, yeah is there a have, is there I a chuki there's no chuki for okay but i'm just saying like that terminology like i yeah. say it all the time and my friends look at me like i'm crazy they're like what are you talking about it's just the jzx i'm like no nah. there's intricacies there's levels to this yeah 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 <laughs> but um is it like for you is um is i mean i would say generally people like always people generally like Koki's more than Zinkies. Is sure. that the same for you with the 100? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. What um, is, I don't know what it is about Zinky and Koki. Facelift, like, you know, facelift like the, I the, mean, sometimes it's just, reason. sometimes it's just, 
like a little difference in the lights, like the headlights or oh, the taillights, man. just a little bit different. You know, let me tell you something weird. So the so the JZX Hunter Mark II and Cresta, right? Yeah. The front bumper indicator, like the mm -hmm. winker. Mm -hmm. The only difference. I love, I love how you is, say winker. Yeah, yeah. The That's only what they call in Japan. They don't call yeah. them blinkers. Winka. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's literally like on the Hunter Cresta, the Koki is short. Yes. And the Zinki is long. Yes. And I I don't remember if Mark II is backwards, but basically it's the same thing no most people looking at that would not even know right mm. but i can literally look at a car and be like yeah that's facelift or that's been yeah. updated or that's this or that right yeah, and, yeah. and people can do that too with with S right? the cars that they that they follow they know that right but yeah you know people that don't like it's just like all the same car it's a camry like you know but i <laughs> I, I love them so like i know all the little that's right i mean details yeah that, as you should as you should uh how did we get on the subject what were we talking about Mm, uh about well i think you asked me how oh you're talking about the black, style the black 100 oh so yeah so ubos that's when i fell in love with cresta um at the time um <laughs> gt wing like i'm not a gt wing fan nowadays but and i when i look at pictures of that car and in dodi 10 i'm yeah. just like ew like to me like for my as my back taste then, evolved back then I, you thought that back then and like oh one ish or whatever time yeah. frame I was like, like when people is, were first putting G yeah people yeah. like people didn't put gt yeah. wings on drift cars <laughs> and then in oh <laughs> one you, you, that. Yeah. you just started seeing it and you're like oh man that's so good yeah yeah so that's that i mean literally and that so, was kind of like the um the crossover between streetcar to you know pro looking cars or like 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 car, what yeah. we know today as like works cars mm -hmm. um the gt like wing Co gucci's 100 right like yeah full on like it, or yeah. daigo's 100 yeah. Yeah. yeah so i remember like i i remember you know all of a sudden you're seeing these street looking cars um and they have and, and this was before we had the 3d gt wing with the little hump right for aerodynamics <laughs> like they're just all straight just a deck they're like just a yeah flat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember, yeah, it's that that was kind of like the beginning of like the style that, you know, people that are fans of like Final Bout, the mm. style of, you know, what they what they love. Like it's it kind of started with that. Mm. I would agree to that. Yeah. 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 Um Yeah, no, it's and you know, I don't know how you want me to continue down that path, but basically um I made that decision, you know, at mm -hmm. You know, uh, eighteen or whatever. Like, oh, I gotta come back here. This is amazing, right? Just because um, you saw Ubo's car, you're just like, well, I gotta just drifting culture. I love yeah. Japan. Like, yeah, Japan. I could go to Japan tomorrow and not have a car again, and I would be totally fine with it. Like, okay, that's how much I love the culture. I love like being over there. It's amazing. So I, I would try to get you know people uh, that want to go visit for car life. Like, mm -hmm. I think it's you should. Also, it's awesome. But don't I, you know, if you can afford to I try to do some other stuff, it's not just about, you know, cars or and or anime, right? There's other things to do over there and it's awesome. So, um, but yeah, no, it was just car life, right? Because that was the thing too. My high school, you know, high school, you're very impressionable. Like you they yeah. say, like, that's kind of when you become who you are, right? Yeah. And college, college too, but that around that age when you're like a teen. Yeah. And that's where I was. That's what I was in the around mm -hmm. so i was like this isn't in the states right like what yeah. am i gonna and 
for little for all I knew it was right at the time it was growing yeah. in the states too. It was very small it was, and it was, was very small, it was but it was very, there. It was kind it of was, it was underground, very underground too. Yeah. So, but I was like, what am so what am I gonna do, right? So yeah. I was like, all right, well, I'm I'm coming back for sure. Yeah. So I, and I graduate. You know, went to school for like a semester, mm-hmm. uh, and then joined the military. <laughs> And okay. then, and when was that? That was uh, I joined the military in 2002. So okay. about a year what after. What a great I, time, man! Yeah, great. And then so, to be there. so I get out. I didn't go back to Japan in 2002, unfortunately. Um, I had to wait till 05. But while I was in the states, um, I started getting my feet wet into drifting. I never got to do any events. Uh, I was too poor. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I had a, like a new baby. Uh, my son Kai was born in mm-hmm. 2003. Mm-hmm. Um, so military service members don't get paid very much. Uh, and being a new parent just basically wasn't a thing. Yeah. Um, but I eventually did get an S chassis while I was over there. I was on, you know, Nico and, you know, all the, all the, all the forms of the time on, you know, looking up, I think that's when I first found your website and all the Corolla guys and yeah, it was awesome, you know? <clears throat> uh, and then, yeah, made that transition back to Japan in 2005. Mm. Um, in the fall of 2005 and uh, yeah the rest is kind of history I, I guess the my first cars when I first got there were uh, I never showed you this car I had a my first car was a sore it was a lemon so I got my money back for it second mm-hmm. car was a a cell 80 with final connection front bumper and, and wow carbon hood. okay okay uh, yeah i gotta give you pictures of that i don't yeah. have they're all potato foam picks i don't have any that's good all good that, that, all, like all the pictures old. back then were like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh and yeah 33 gtr wheels on that and that was oh, it nice um uh darty zoomy and yeah that was it and i you know i forgot what side skirt it had but no rear bumper just okay Drove that for about a year ish. Uh, I wrecked it. Uh, I've had a lot of car accidents in my time too. This is why people always offer me to drift their cars. <laughs> I've never, I never. You never take like, them up no, on it. No, because I don't want to be, you know, the kind of person I am. I feel like you do the right thing and, yeah. and you know, fix their car or replace whatever you got to right. do. And I right. was like, man, I don't, I don't have money for all that. Like, so right. I'd rather not break someone else's stuff and then owe them money. Even yeah. if they say you don't, right? Like, that's yeah. just me. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I respect anyway. that, man. So yeah, next car was a Sephiro. Uh, mm. Love it. It's the car. It's one of the cars that got away. I never got to make it cool. Um, yeah. Um, I'll have you pictures of that, of that too. Um, came with an came with an rb uh, actually a in a single cam car that was swapped to an rb or okay. a 20 so it's okay. a dual cam turbo okay uh oil pump failed on that Eesh. uh so i sr swapped it um i broke the sr sr swapped it again spent a bunch of money on other stuff that were you doing this do on base it. like i know that there's like a garage a hobby that, shop yeah yeah that's right they call it a hobby shop yeah so the first sr swap was a shop did it right so i didn't okay. deal, with, deal with wiring but when okay. i broke that one i had another sr that i got with the with the so i had the s the sr out of my s13 that i wrecked mm-hmm. and then i also had that car came with a second motor Okay. So I had another motor so I put that motor in. I was actually also this shows how ignorant and how just young and I don't want to say young and dumb but just not just ignorant, right? Yeah. I'm pretty sure that first motor was not like probably rocker arms or something like now yeah, that yeah. I know about SRs. Yeah. But we were like, oh this thing's 
toast. Like we got to get, we got to replace it. Right. And I'm oh, sure you didn't even really diagnose what was wrong. Dude. No, because you're in <laughs> Japan and stuff is, you know, it, again, thinking about this stuff nowadays is yeah. like, what, how, like the amount of stuff that it's like how we think about like our interior pieces and all these stock stuff that we threw out. Yeah. It's the same thing with this. And it's with motors though. That's what's crazy. Like I've literally threw an SR away. Yeah. Cause they're everywhere. Cause they're, cause it just wasn't a big deal. Right. Yeah. I'm not, it was a big deal. I mean, I'm not saying, you know, it's still money, yeah. but I didn't think to, to me, fixing it was more of a hassle than just like, I, I have this other one. I'll just, yeah, just put it in. in. Yeah. Broke that one too. Yeah. And then I gave up on Nissan's. I was like, you know what? Uh, uh, oh, actually side. That was, a this was 2006 ish. So this mm -hmm. is around the time Jay-Z's are being starting to become very popular and being swapped into Jay's into Nissan's. Right. Yeah. Um, there's, I think excessive or someone else had like a swap kit. Right. Uh -huh. So I went to weld, talked to Ito and Asan, I was like, Hey, like I need you to, can you put a one J? Cause I had access to, again, motors. We had access yeah. at this time. Yeah. Motors aren't expensive. That, right. that expensive. Nowhere right. near where they are now. Can we put a one J in my Sephiro? I was like, yeah. this would make it the best car ever. Like I yeah. love, you know, and yeah. he was like, ah, you know, like basically. And this is when I also learned super young. Uh -huh. But I learned that guys, uh, that shops, uh, how do I say this without like sounding like a, I, they, they shop, like shop, shops will do work they want to do. And I get from a, being a business owner, like right. I understand it. Right. Right. You're only going to take on what you want to take on. Right. Right. And if you don't want to take something on, you just charge some ridiculous amount of money. And if they right. want to pay you, then you do it. And if they right. don't want to pay you, you didn't want to do it anyway. So yeah, it's win-win for you. Right. Yeah. So he told me. He told me, like, mind you, I had the motor. I was going to buy the swap kit myself. Yeah. What needed to be done was some wiring mm -hmm. and literally dropping the motor in, which as, in hindsight, I could have even did that part myself. I just right. needed wiring done, right? And even the wiring probably wasn't that hard, but I didn't know anything, so I was like, I'm going to pay a shop. Really, it was fabrication, right? Like, mm -hmm. let's fab up the exhaust or downpipe, whatever yeah. needs to be done, fab up some intercooler piping. That's it. And, and, and you know, not again there is lots of labor but he he wanted 800,000 yen and i was That's like eight grand yeah. Eight grand yeah and i was like mm, yeah no nah, it's not going to work for me yeah. Right? yeah yeah and in hindsight right i get it like he's probably i'm not doing this like this right. you know he's probably just like i don't want to do it right you give me this and i'll do it right uh, and i was really sad and hurt cuz i really liked the Sephiro. and yeah. 1j was always the dream even at that time yeah. And so, yeah, just didn't work out. Okay. So, yeah, that's, and that was when I got into JZX's first. Uh, actually, the kid's mom, um, I don't, I don't think you met the kid's mom, but mm -mm. Kai's mom, Kai and Sora's mom, uh, we bought her a, a Zenki Hunter Chaser Tour V. That's the mm. turbo factory manual. We bought her that um, around that same time before okay. I, before I broke the Sephiro three, four times, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, once I drove her that car, I was like, "Oh, there's I this have to it. get, I have to get." <laughs> right. So then, so yeah, I shopped around after the Sephiro. Oh no! In the middle of that, I got a, a sore, <laughs> okay. which I after the Sephiro I had a sore. Um, and I don't know if you remember, uh, the kid's mom posted on one of my IG posts like, "Don't, don't turn and hit a pole with that one." about my current sore uh -huh. and it was because the day i bought my sore that replaced the Sephiro, the day i bought it i picked yeah. it up yeah the shop 
uh, the guy was junking the car. Uh, so in Japan, when you don't, a lot of Japanese people, they don't want the car. They just send it to the junkyard. They just, yeah. uh, and they may get some consignment off parts or they may just like have the shop they took it to give them a check for whatever. Yeah. And then it's just, you have to show proof that you recycled or that you got rid of the car that is no longer in your possession. Right. Uh, so that was one of these cars. So all that was wrong with the car was, uh, it had an ORC, um, at 409, like, you know, twin plate or super single clutch, but it had a push pull conversion. So those conversions use like a skyline, some other, uh, slave cylinder. Yeah. Uh, slave cylinder line had a hole in it. And so it was like bad on pressure, right? Yeah. Like, you know, you're just, you got air in the line, et cetera. Yeah. So the guy told me, he said the clutch is Choto Warui, which is, you know, Warui, right? No, I don't. Warui is like. I know Choto uh, means a little. Yeah. That's it. Choto Warui. Warui is kind of like, uh, man, like, like a little bad or a little, okay. like a little broken, right? Yeah. So I was like, okay, uh, and I might have got that wrong. Forgive me, whoever, if, if you if I butchered that uh, description of that word. But anyway, something's wrong with this clutch. Be careful. And I was like, oh, it's fine. So that shop was in Nanbu, right? The same place where I came to know drifting. And it was about 15 minutes from my house. Right? I was like, all right, well, fine. Like, I'm not paying for a tow truck. Tow trucks are very expensive in Japan. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'll just drive it home. Mind you, the car's dirty, no tags, no insurance, right? Yeah. I'm like, I'm 15 minutes from home. So no big deal, right? I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll get it home. I get about halfway into that drive and notice that clutch pressure is like perfect. I was uh-huh. like, oh, this is sick. So then I started like, like doing pulls, right? Uh- <laughs> sick, right? <laughs> so then I lived at the Nigishi. Uh, I lived in Nigishi Ward in Yokohama and base housing. Nigishi is like on top of a, a hill. So one of the both ways to get up this hill one is a straight line basically and one is like a little kind of like a toge course right not yeah. really but but it's like windy yeah and at the top <laughs> at the top there's a fire station yeah right a japanese fire station not a not american yeah uh it's a light it's a three-way turn you know like the hill coming up and then it's like a t uh and my house is to the left mm-hmm. so i i catch the light and i decide i want to try to drift this turn right? uh-huh which you you never well they say you never poop where you lay right like oh like yeah why I did this by my house I don't know because right. I'm like 22 and I'm stupid yeah. right yeah 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 so try drift this turn spin put it put the core panel in a pole right Oof. car has no insurance again no insurance nothing yeah. I'm like yeah. oh my god and I can't get the car on base because I had no plates right okay so I needed to park the whole plan was to park it in this lot that was the base's lot but mm-hmm. it wasn't on the base. Right. But then I have like a tail, I have glass, I have all this stuff, paint chips, like you, you know what I'm saying? Like my paint is on this pole. Yeah. I can't leave my car <laughs> sitting here. Like, right. I'm like what the, like, what is this? Like you, you yeah. didn't report this accident, all this stuff. Yeah. So me and that same friend uh, that sold me the S13 and the, that showed me drifting again, yeah. back in the day, the guy with the civic, uh, we, we drove the car an hour away to the body shop that we use. Yeah. Uh, again, dirty with a caved in quarter panel. Uh, don't know how we survived that without like unscathed, without getting pulled over or anything, but yeah, that was that. So that car lasted literally a days. No, no one day, literally. Yeah. Uh, then 
I was able talking about like life and how chief stuff was back in the day. Mm -hmm. <sighs> that car, I found a replacement shell for that, a running full Junsei, full auto, full stock soar yeah. for ni 98,000 yen. Okay. For $1,000, I yeah. got a soar with low mileage, perfect interior, all that, and I just put all the stuff into that car. Okay. Then sold that car uh, about six, seven months later for my 100 Cresta. Okay. So you finally uh, got your 100 Cresta. finally got to get four or five cars later. I finally yeah. got the 100 Cresta. Nice. So, yeah. So we've got we've got 20 minutes left. Okay. Uh, that flew by. Um, let's get into... Why, why don't you tell me about uh, some of your influences in Japan? Um, like... I know you've mentioned to me that there are some pretty cool people that we mm. should all know um, sure. that kind of influence you. Sure. Tell us about that. Sure. So again, uh, JZXs are what I love. So um, Yubo from Nightwalkers, uh, Cooney from Coonies, uh, uh, Miyamoto from Missile K&M. Mm. Um, these are all guys that I got to um, either hang out with, break bread with, drive with. Uh, That's there's amazing. a cool, there's a cool story with Miyamoto. Um, if people hopefully remember, he had a JZX90 uh, demo car that he had at Auto Salon a few years with Mazora bride seats and all this stuff had uh, drift masters on it. Um, what color was the car? The car was white. Okay. Um, with with some livery on it. Um. And he would, it's a demo car. And at the time he, I think at the time he was driving D1 still. And he would go to Daikoku and drift that car. It was a sponsored demo car. I mean, it's his yeah. business, right? Yeah. But it's also sponsored by all these other big name companies. Yeah. And, and he he's would, got the D1 banner on the car still, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 And he'd be street drifting the the intersection everyone knows under, yeah. under the bridge yeah. with that car. So one night we're out there and we see him and we're talking to him. And he shows the car and we're like, Oh, are you drifting tonight? He's like, Yeah, yeah. like what, what do you think? Like, why, why else did I come here? Yeah. Like, Haha, yeah, right. We thought he was joking. Yeah. So then like a few minutes later, like he's just like, you know, wastegating web rev limiter, just like just drifting, you know, manging this course. And mind you, that car is automatic. So like it's he was competing in D one with an automatic? No, 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 no. That oh. was his his demo, his street. Demo oh, his demo car. car. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, Got yeah. it. Yeah, his his D one car was a hundred, a uh, hundred Mark okay. two. Okay, so this gotcha. was a, this was a ninety Cresta. Um, and anyway, so the part that I love about that story, and I don't have any pictures to prove or anything like that, but is that I was with a buddy of mine, Brian, um, from Panda Pirates, and uh, he, I asked like Miyamoto, I was like, oh well, I just got the Cresta, I had it you know, for three or four months. And I was like, can you like drive my car? Yeah. <laughs> uh, which to me, that's kind of, I mean, you know, I, I don't know. Anyway, I know people do that at the track too, right? You're like, yeah. oh, can you drive? Um, but I wasn't in the car. I was just watching. So you know how like it's all, it was always cool for us to have rollers of our car. It's yeah. like the ultimate roller, right? It's like your yeah. car drifting and you're not yeah. in it, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and of course there's, you know, cameras suck back then. So I, like I just, it's all in my head, right? Uh -huh. I, don't, I don't have any pictures of it. I wish I did. Uh, but yeah, him dri him drifting that same area in that car, and uh, he came back and he was like, "Ah, oh, 
he's like talking crap about the car. He's like, oh, yeah, <laughs> this, your seat's loose and like, you know, this and that. And I was like, oh. and I was just like so amazed that uh, a guy that I watched on like, like DVDs and like seen in magazines uh, and t- spoken with, but right. And seen him drift, but he drove yeah. my car. It was the, it was the coolest thing. What did it look so, like when it was drifting? It looked amazing. It was, and it's, you know, I was, I had drifted it too, yeah. but you know, it's something about a professional or someone with yeah. like a very high skill level doing something. Yeah. Because was he, you know, was he like starting earlier than you making more well, smooth? Absolutely. Like, way like, faster me... away. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so that's, that's the crazy part, right? You're like, wait, my car can do that. My car like, can do that. Yeah. It's like, it's like a smoke. I like, I thought the car had like 500 horsepower. It's bone stock. It was just like yeah. roasting tires. Just yeah. like, just, just all the angle, just amazing and i was just like oh my god like i i gotta step it up like i I mean obviously he's been drifting for 10 15 years who knows how long at that point yeah but i was just like oh my god like this is it was amazing it was just like a crazy experience Mm. um and then yet with yubo uh yubo had an izakaya restaurant um okay right near my house his mom his mom's restaurant but he was there all the time uh so there's pictures i'll i'll give you there's a of like his car in front of the dike in front of the shop. And then my, me and my, uh, my kid's mom's car there yeah. too. And, yeah. and we just hang out with him a lot. We'd spend a lot of, a lot of Friday or Saturday nights out there. We'd eat dinner with Yubo and then go out and try to convince him to come out with us, but he never would, yeah. uh, to go streeting. Um, yeah. he did one time, uh, I got, there's, there's video of that somewhere, but yeah. It was uh it was just amazing. It was it was very a, a blessing to be able to experience that with uh with guys that like I really respected and admired in that in the craft and the yeah. car, the chassis that I like. Uh, I mean to to be honest, it's I would say it's similar to like if you know guys getting to see, you know, like my friends from Canada went to see Yashio Factory, right? Like mm-hmm. seeing these guys in person, right? And um getting to break bread, it's 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 a it's wonderful so yeah yeah i mean these guys are like i icons of that chassis right 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 so that's that's really cool that's really cool like i keep hearing about all these it's it's a common occurrence it seems like i, I hear that story a lot people go travel to japan and they go meet some of these guys who you know normally would might seem untouchable and you know they're very they're very humble down to earth and kind of like welcome you in that's awesome yeah yeah it's it's yeah it was it was it was amazing you know so, i feel very fortunate and very blessed so what are what are some some of the things they taught you that you remember believe it or not just you know like every person in drifting will always tell you you need to drive faster you need to not be concerned about failing or messing up. I mean, yeah. these, these are like, like real life lessons, but you're talking right. about it in the aspect of cars, right? Yeah. But don't be, you know, don't worry about other people's thoughts, like do mm. stuff for you. Um, and I kind of live by those things. I've even like tried to instill that into my sons, right? It's I mean, awesome. These weren't, these weren't like really father figures, but I guess they were, to be honest, right? Like I was over there in my low to mid twenties, right? And these yeah. guys were, were, you know, in their upper thirties to forties or, you know, some guys even older, right. And mm-hmm. near 50. So, you know, that's all the, all of that, like really stuck with me and, uh, it did, it helped my, it helped my driving a lot. Right. You know, just the, the Hunter Cresta, um, I actually had a car accident with that car. I drove only drove it for a year. Again, I told you, I wreck a lot of cars. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
And, but it was my pride and joy, right? So yeah. it really hurt, but I had never driven it very hard. Yeah. And so when I got the replacement chassis, when because I got it that, was your pride and joy, you didn't drive it, it hard. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so it was, that was a lesson I learned, not from them, but just myself was that, you know, don't, and I'm going through this with my current car today, like, yeah. don't let this inanimate object that, uh, you know, is supposed to bring you joy, like, yeah. uh, pigeonhole you into being like, or being like handicapped, uh, handicapped or, or, or handcuffed, I should say, I mean, yeah. uh, or scared to, to drive hard or to, mm. to do what you enjoy right. because it definitely stunted my driving, right? Like right. I, when I replaced that car with the replacement, I drove the heck out of it. I drove whenever I could like all the time and yeah. my, my driving change, I'm not, I'm not acting like I'm some pro or anything, but like you from, the, a from lot. the one, yeah, I proved a lot. And that yeah. one summer after losing the car that I love so much that I mm -hmm. literally went back to Japan to buy mm -hmm. after getting rid of it, my driving just like went, went yeah. way, got way better. You know? Right. So, right. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so uh, we talked about something that kind of, uh, I think is really interesting is your take on the JZX 100 chassis and i think uh i mean you're really otaku about i don't i don't know if it's all jzx chassis if it's 100 in in particular but uh you have a favorite and i would say for a long time the 100 chaser was kind of the general favorite from you know i think so i, I can gauge from yeah. what i gauge it seems like that's the easiest 100 chassis to be like, that's, that's dope. I like that one a lot. Yeah, and I don't I know agree. if it's, I don't know if it's Cooney. I don't know mm -hmm. if, you know, uh, you remember chaser, chaser, chaser girl from the option videos that mm -hmm. that big girl was, she, you know, she was hammering her own <laughs> yes. fender out yes. at the track. I don't know if it's like all of those things from option video or what. Um, and I don't know if I don't, if I try and think about it, I don't know if, option video would kind of have cover ch chasers more than others. I'm not really sure. I don't know what the reason is for it, but I think the chaser is maybe the most popular. Yeah. And if I were to guess Mark twos would be next and then Cresta's. I mean, I'm pretty sure I read a, I read a translated article about this and I could, uh -huh. I could have misinterpreted some things because I don't, uh, as long as I live in Japanese, I still don't speak or read it very well. Yeah. Um, but essentially, the chaser was kind of like the the sport, the sporty, you know, M3. Out of all of them. Okay. Yeah, it was that was the one that was like this is. I Japan's could see that. I could see of... that with the way that it's designed. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. you know, it looks like it looks like an E46 in the front. You know, yeah. like the yeah, headlights. Yeah. Uh, so. Oh, why yeah, didn't I think yeah. of? Oh, I I did think about that. That the yeah. weird, the like the side marker or whatever you call yeah, it with the circle, yeah, yeah, yeah. circular type. Yeah, I yeah. remember that. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah, I mean, chasers are awesome. Again, I had I I like to say, you know, I think it's awesome that I owned every. Uh, <laughs> I got to own all three hundred right? cars. So, <laughs> yeah. So, well, that one was the the kid's mom's car, so I didn't yeah. get this. She would always talk crap to me too. She's like, "You better not like." I'm yeah. taking your car. No, you're not. You know. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I know your reputation. So, but, so, but uh, the but the chaser is not your favorite. It is not. And the the Mark II is not your favorite. It's not. It's not. Cresta I, is best. Mark II is Mark II is my favorite. And I think uh, I never. 
I didn't fall in love with the Mark II until Daigo Saito came to D1 in Vegas. Mm. And this was when he was driving uh the black one. The black one. But so the, the story street was car or the D1 oh, the streetcar. The streetcar. Yeah. So the story was something was wrong with and I think at the time he was campaigning a 100, a red chaser. 100 chaser, right? That was yep. the crazy crash one. Mm-hmm. Something was wrong with the chaser. So he couldn't make it to D1 Vegas with that car. So he he had a street car. It was a 100 Mark II, full interior, full audio, everything. <laughs> and I don't remember what he did to prep for D1, but like it showed up at Vegas with full interior, full audio, everything. It was gorgeous. It was a beautiful car. I remember and that car. To see, car. Him, to see him rip in that car against all these uh, purpose-built cars. race cars yeah. <laughs> was yeah. so sick to me. And he yeah. would, you know, like he had his uh, his, his uh, double-din head unit, like <laughs> playing videos. And um, I think he even had his AC. It was so hot in Vegas, right? He had his windows up with the AC. And I was like, that was so gangster. That was the moment I fell in love with the Mark II. I, but, I think I think people if people if people do know me from the internet they probably remember my Mark II uh, more than my Cresta. The Cresta I only had for a short period. There's only that that not as many pictures of it out there, but uh, mm-hmm. I do love Mark II, but it, but it's not my favorite either. You're right? Yeah. So <laughs> so what is your favorite? Cresta. Cresta is Vesta, man. Cresta is Vesta. I like yeah. that. So like, like explain to me. So so I think I like oddball cars. Uh, you know. So the yeah. Cresta was. The Cresta was the, uh, you know, talk about that article I read, right? Like mm-hmm. the Cresta was the saloon, more of a saloon old man, you know, bus- businessman car, okay. uh, sporty motor, but just, you know, refined, okay. uh, still had the same interior. So, you know, getting to my otaku side, like all the tour, tour S and tour V, yeah, they all had the same interior seats, blah, 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 trim, mm. all that stuff. Um, just one was the S was non-turbo one J then the V was turbo one J. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I think I've always liked, uh, you know, like people like the, oh shoot, the Mark two, mm-hmm. uh, cause of the, like, you know, pillar, no, the difference with the pillars and like, you know, the windows, yeah. like all these things, but yeah, yeah for whatever reason, uh, again, part of it's part of it's Ubo for sure. Right? Yeah. It's the first car that I really like, okay. liked from being young. Um, but also it was the, it wasn't, it wasn't a chaser and it wasn't a Mark II, right? Yeah. Like, so it was trying to be different, trying to have yeah. something that was not what everyone else had. And, uh, and there's less numbers, um, from a there's production standpoint. Okay. Uh, they didn't come manual. So yeah. anytime you see one manual that was swapped for good or for bad, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> like that might not necessarily be a good thing, but yeah. But you know, okay, that person is otaku, right? Like right. he really wanted that because that didn't right. come that way. Right. Um, yeah, it's just it's just so good. And so many, you know, between Ubos and and so many others on the internet, uh, you know, there's the Binsta, you know. I forgot what is the that? name. Ex- of... Explain that. Yeah, so it's a Mercedes Benz front end on it's like an E class E class front end. Yeah, the the what baby from uh from big timers would say to frog eyes, you know? Yeah. Like the <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, the yeah, those I thought it, it was, the first it was time dope. I saw that, I was like 
man, that looks so good. Like it, <laughs> it flows really well. It does it fits? It fits. Yeah, the, it fits the car. And uh, and I think the Binsta actually is what made me like or one of Arosa so much. Like I mean, just Got a it. weird. Not it's not exactly the same, but I mean yeah. that you know, kind of a square body car, but kind of rounded. I mean, Verosa's round, but yeah, uh, yeah. but yeah, Cresta's will always be my my number one. So. Uh, so I'll give you I'll give you a pitch. Sure. I'll give you a, the opportunity to give give the listener a pitch. Uh, convince convince us all why Cresta's besto. Because I said so. Uh, no. So um, <laughs> <laughs> again, like like ex- exclusivity, right? Like mm. any any again. First off, let me preface this by saying you shouldn't give a darn what the next man or woman thinks. Like do like what's that. Yep. do what's good for you. Um. But if you if you like sneaker releases and you like uh, having stuff that other people don't have and stuff yeah. like that, like that's the Cresta. You know, it took me six months to find my Cresta and the price point and the trim that I well, right. I shouldn't say trim. I wanted to I wanted to. So Cresta also is Roulant is mm-hmm. the is the is the trim yeah. for Roulant S and Roulant G instead of Tour S and Tour V. Okay. Uh, so to find a Roulant G that was manual uh in the two-tone because i did want that yeah believe it or not because that two-tone in japanese cars is super prevalent like it's Mm -hmm. it's very common yeah for that car it wasn't okay it was uh mostly solid color cars right so i had a hard time i won't say i don't know the exact production numbers but i know that when i was trying to find them in the trim i wanted I couldn't find it, right? Okay. But I got lucky enough to find a Koki. Koki had, uh, you know, better seats in my opinion, different nice. seat pattern, yeah. like all this stuff. Um, just newer. I mean, I bought yeah. my Koki. It was a 2001. Uh, I bought this in 2008. It was a yeah. 2001. I think I paid eight or nine grand for it with two years, re- like fully registered. Nice. Uh, and you know, that's a thirty thousand dollar car today. So or twenty twenty five thousand dollar yeah, yeah. car. So, uh, yeah, it's I think I liked it because it was what it wasn't the norm, right? Yeah. Everyone, like you said, everyone likes the Chaser or the Mark II. Right. Most people think a Cresta is a Mark II. The headlights yeah. are very, very similar. No, they're not. They're, they're, <laughs> I'm saying, well, I'm glad you I'm glad you know that. I'm okay. just saying like yeah. people think it is. They both have the three mm. the, the I know what you mean. High beam fog light. Yeah. You know, the grill. Everyone puts Cresta grills on their chasers and Mark yeah. II. They all swap them out because Cresta's yeah, yeah. the best. I'm just saying. I got it. I got it. So yeah, I want to. You know, uh, for uh, we were just talking about sneakers. You got sneakers behind you. Yeah. Right. We were yeah. we were talking about sneakers before the interview, and I I mentioned the panda the panda dunks. Right. Mm-hmm. You walk anywhere, people are wearing panda dunks. Yeah. And it's kind of like if uh, I don't know. It, it's easy to get into. Like they're very accessible. They're everywhere. Like Nike made a lot of them. Um, but if you are like really in the sneakers, it's the same kind of thing where you're like, you don't want to have what everyone else has. Mm. And it kind of, yes. you know, you want something more exclusive, something harder to get. So you kind of stray away from the Panda Dunks and you get mm. maybe like a collab dunk low or something like that. Right, um, right. Like something where if there's another sneakerhead that sees you, like, they kind of know they something know about up. you. They know yeah. what's up. They're like, that dude oh, knows yeah. what's up. Okay. Yeah. He knows. He knows. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Same thing. I get it. I get it. So you should have seen like showing up at Daikoku or at a track day. Yeah. And a Hunter Cresta and a Coco Jean gets out and they're yeah. like, 
what? Like, <laughs> well, part of it just that you're a gaijin in general, right? Yeah. But, yeah. but, but yeah, like oh, or like yeah, showing up to Kawasaki or Yokohama, yeah, yeah. like all these street spots. Yeah. And then I'm driving, and then I get out of the car, and they're like, yeah. "Whoa!" Oh. So, so there's there's a picture um, that I I don't know if I showed you before, but I'll, I'll send it to you of me driving at I don't know how much time we have left. Uh, yeah, we're me, about done. Uh, me driving my Mark II at Daikoku, same place that from Miyamoto's story, you know, where you can look down from the parking area and you see the street where yeah. all the videos we've all seen. Yeah. Uh, that was one of the spots I would always drive. So I was streeting there one day and this guy on a scooter. So just like all, the, all other car culture, strangers aren't always a good thing, right? Because yeah. you you don't know them. They show up at, a, at your spot where you're doing whatever you're doing. And you're going to be standoffish. You know, you're like, wait, why are you here? Who are you? Mm -hmm. Are you coming? Are you with the police? Like, are you telling on us? Or or do you want us not to be here? We'll leave. I don't want any trouble. The guy came up to me on a scooter and he was like, uh, he spoke, he spoke pretty decent English. And he was like, you know, can, can I take your picture? And I was yeah. like, uh, okay. So yeah. the other thing was when street drifting, I never wore face cover. Okay. Um, because I'm the only black guy drive drift right there. like no need uh, yeah like like they're gonna get me they're gonna get me i just didn't yeah. feel like the need to hide um not saying like i wasn't scared i'm like sure yeah. that's part of the rush of streeting right. Right? right but i didn't i was like they're gonna get me they're gonna get me so i never hid my face i never hit my plates it was whatever so anyway i was that kind of freaked me out i was like ah, like man do i but i made a decision and gave him uh gave him permission and yeah. it was cool that he even asked me like he didn't have to ask me he could have just took the pictures yeah so then he asked me for my email address and yeah. that that weirded me out again i was yeah. like ah like i'm giving yeah, you yeah. my like information like what if something happens you know yeah made a decision i gave him the email address he sent me like my favorite picture ever basically like one of the you know it it's an awesome picture of me like streeting at daikoku right so the mark ii that everybody knows the sidestep light and you know you know going through the u-turn and it's like clear as day like the car is like lit up and like you can see my face like driving <clears throat> it's like my favorite picture because it kind of takes me back like just looking at that picture takes me back to that night takes me back to all those nights like driving in yokohama yeah uh, and it's just you know something that i it's like a core memory you know something that right. i'll always remember that's dope that's yeah. dope man I could talk to you for way longer. Unfortunately, <laughs> I have like no time left. I got to. Uh, it's all good. Yeah. Today's been insane. Um, yeah. There's just like, I wanted to nerd out with you more on the JZX 100 and, and all of that stuff, but. No, it's all good. I appreciate the opportunity, man. Uh, thanks for, thanks for coming on. Um, we always have good talks about life, about cars, about being parents, all that stuff. So I appreciate you. Um, and you know, thanks for, thanks for repping my merch. Absolutely. Appreciate that. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm repping too a little bit, you know, <laughs> go Lakers, yeah, go yeah, Lake yeah. show. <laughs> yeah. 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 Western conference finals. I get yeah, it. I love it. I love it. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, I, I'm so glad to have people like you on cause, um, you know, I've gotten to know you and I think you're a great person. I don't think I've ever told you that, but I think you're a great person. Thank you. Um, Appreciate it. And, uh, you know, a lot of the 
the things you tell me, I'm just like, yeah, like I see things like that too. And so, um, you know, and oh, I, I, I think that's why we get, it. I agree. I ditto. Uh, yeah. and you and you and Nadine always take care of me, uh, when I come to visit, like I, you know, it's, it's been a pleasure. Like, yeah, you know. no, we love, man, we love to hang with you. Like it, no matter what, we're eating something good. So, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Know, I mean, you, you can know, tell I like to eat. You can see the oh yeah cheeks. Like I, <laughs> I, I eat. Yeah, man. <laughs> Lo you know, can't wait to, for you to come out again. Um, and you know, I don't know what we're gonna eat next, but you know, the Mexican food was good. We had soup dumplings together. Uh, you know, we had good Japanese food. Been searching for soup dumplings. Now you can't. There's. Uh... I don't know. I have no experience out in Chicago, but I mean, they're everywhere here. There's good soup dumplings everywhere here. So, but uh, yeah, man, uh, you know, appreciate you. Thanks for coming on and kind of sharing you. your story. I think we're going to have to do another one because we just ran out of time. I'm down. Yeah. So, if, if they're, if you want to, or the, or the listeners want to, I'm, you tell me when and where I'll be there. All right. Sounds good. But uh, yeah. Hey listeners, if, if you're ever at a final bout, uh, if you're ever at a club FR event, you know, shout out uh, L.A., you know, go see him, go go buy some dope final bout merch, you know, whatever. Say hi. He's, he's a cool guy. So um, if but I yeah. have our if I have RBF face, don't like yeah, I'm, I'm a nice guy for I'm just pretty introverted or I might be hot or tired. Like, please do. Please do. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Benson. I appreciate you. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate you, too, man. All right. I'll, I'll see you soon, man. All right. All right. Are you a good storyteller and have a good drifting related story to tell? You got to fill out an application at podcast.sil80mania.com. In the upper right, there's a link called Storytime app. Fill it out and I'll be looking forward to reading it. And if you're watching on YouTube and you enjoy the podcast, do what my boys from Auto Factory Realize say and make sure to like that smash button and hit subscribe. Thank you guys for listening.